This episode of The Yarn is sponsored by the Unicorn Rescue Society, a brand new series from Adam Gidwitz and illustrated by Hatem Ali. They're the team behind the excellent Newbery Honor-winning book, The Inquisitor's Tale. I just finished reading book one, The Creature of the Pines, and I had such a good time. I can't wait to recommend it to the students that I work with. It's about two friends who kind of joined forces with an eccentric mythical beast expert, Professor Fauna, to rescue legendary creatures. In book one, it's the Jersey Devil. Oh, and I love this. Adam Gidwitz used to be a second grade teacher, and he wrote this series with a specific reader in mind. A reader he saw that loved Magic Treehouse and was looking for something new that was adventurous and funny, and a series, but just wasn't finding it on the shelf. This series is for that sort of reader, and I think they're going to be really happy with it. The Unicorn Rescue Society. Defend the imaginary. Protect the mythical. Join the society today. I did not enjoy middle school. I hated middle school. I, so maybe that's the, part of the reason I like writing for those kids, that like, you're not alone, you'll make it. Welcome to The Yarn, a School Library Journal production. I'm Travis Yonker. Today we continue our Unraveler series with author, illustrator, and comics creator Victoria Jameson. Colby sat down with Victoria last November in St. Louis during NCTE's annual conference to talk about her latest graphic novel, All's Fair in Middle School. A huge thank you to NCTE for providing them a spot to conduct the interview. All's Fair in Middle School was named as a recommended book by NCTE's Charlotte Huck Awards Committee. In each Unraveler episode, a book creator takes us inside one of their books. Their inspiration, fears, frustrations, triumphs, epiphanies, the whole thing pulled apart, unraveled. Today, Victoria talks about following a Newbery Honor winner, and much, much more. Take it away, Victoria. My name is Victoria Jamison, and my book, my newest book is All's Fair in Middle School, published by Dial. The initial idea for All's Fair um, I tend to write books about things that I really love. So, you know, Roller Girl I wrote because I love roller derby. And I was trying to think of what the setting for my new book should be. And um, when I was in in high school, I worked at a Renaissance fair. Um, We had to do volunteer work. So I was like, I'll work at the Renaissance fair. And it was so fun. And I just loved um, the community there and the people who work there. And it just seemed like a family, kind of like roller derby is. It seemed like a refuge for weirdos. (laughs) to kind of be themselves and um, not feel judged by other people. So I thought that would be an interesting setting for middle school, especially because when I was a kid, I loved nights. And, you know, we went to a run fair in fourth grade, and I thought it was the most fun (laughs) field trip I've ever been on. The first thing pretty much with any project that I do is a drawing. I always start my new projects by drawing the characters and getting to know the characters. And so definitely the first thing I did, I don't remember what it was, but it was a drawing of Impy, the main character. Um, Probably her in some sort of night costume. I usually tend to draw my characters and that's how I get to know them. That's how I sort of allow my brain to go into creative mode and can stop worrying about things. I just have fun when I'm drawing. So that's usually what I start with. 
I definitely thought about her family circumstances and um, showing kids who, um, yeah, their parents made that choice to not make a ton of money. They, um, you know, made the choice to be creatives and they were happy with their lives. They liked not having so much money. And I think part of the problem with that for a kid is like, well, I didn't choose to be an artist. Like, I'd choose for you to be a lawyer so I could have, like, the right clothes and a nice car. You know, part of it. But then, of course, she loves her life, too. I think it's that's part of being a kid is being stuck with the choices your parents have made and making the best of it. Um, but that's definitely the way I grew up, too. We, you know, we weren't very well off. Like, you know, my mom chose to stay home with us with three kids, so that meant that we, she made a lot of Christmas presents for family members. It meant that I didn't get new clothes. I usually got hand-me-downs from the kid up the street. Um, you know, I was happy because that was the way I knew life. <clears throat> but I think it was when I started getting older and going to middle school and kids would make fun of me for not having the right shoes where all of a sudden I was like, wait a second. <laughs> um, and kind of that reconciliation um, between the life your parents have chosen and what that means for you as a kid. Because I, like my parents, um, you know, I've chosen a creative life. I don't have a nine-to-five job. Things could go haywire at any moment. And um, I guess I try to tell myself, like my parents probably told themselves, that um, hopefully this will teach him other things beyond, um, well, we may not have a Mercedes, but you see your parents doing exactly what they love to do. Um, I've chosen the life. I would not choose any other life even if I could, this is a life I would, I would, I would love having. And um, just that it's possible to make a career out of doing art and writing books and drawing pictures of kids fencing all day. Um, so hopefully, and, and you know, like I did too, I may have been upset when I couldn't buy the right shoes in middle school. But now as a grown-up, I'm so happy that I saw my mom you know, making stuffed bears that we would give to our cousins, or she made my some of my dresses in kindergarten and a lot of my toys, and it's such a gift. I write for middle grade audiences. I think it just is where naturally, you know, I hadn't planned that I wanted to write a middle grade book. It's just kind of naturally what the books have fallen into. For example, with Roller Girl, my agent at first was like, oh, you should make this older and edgier and, you know, a YA book. And I was like, I didn't even give it many thoughts. I was like, I can't do that. I'm not edgy. I'm not cool enough. In some ways, I just, I feel like that special age of wanting to be older but still wanting to be a kid um, is still where I am in life. I don't actually want to be a grown-up. And I think I just relate so much with the awkwardness and... Um, yeah, just those feelings are so still present in me. Um, and when I write my books, I try and write about some of the hard parts of being that age, because as a kid, I like to know that other kids are going through what I go through. Um, so I did not like middle school. We moved to a new state when I was in seventh grade. And I was already kind of shy, but you know, I had my friends in Pennsylvania. But we moved to Florida, and all of a sudden I was like, whoa, what's... I did not know how to make new friends. I was wearing all the wrong clothes. Um, so a lot of those experiences went into All's Fair Middle School of just wearing the right clothes in middle school is so important and what it feels like when you don't have the right clothes, you can't afford the right clothes. Like, what does that mean to you in your social life? The hardest part of writing All's Fair 
Uh, honestly, I think the hardest part of writing All's Fair was following up a roller girl. I'd never, I'd written plenty of books, not plenty of books, I'd written picture books before. Um, I have a few picture books that have been published, but none of them, you know, they, they did fine. They were, weren't runaway hits or anything. So I sort of just assumed that's what book publishing was. Like, no one, my parents were very proud, but n- not necessarily a bunch of people read them. And then Roller Girl, like, won a Newberry honor. It's like, oh, uh-oh, what am I supposed to do now? That was unexpected. Um, so that was actually really hard, having people that I know liked my book, and it's like, well, I don't want to disappoint anybody. And I also don't want to get stuck and only write one sort of book. So one of the hard parts um, for All's Fair, I knew I wanted to write a book about middle school that was very honest to how I, I was in middle school. And in Roller Girl, everyone told me, oh, we love that you've created a strong female character. That's great. But when I thought honestly about myself in middle school, I thought I was not a strong female character in my own life. I thought a lot about what people thought about me. I wanted to look exactly the same as everybody else. Um, So it's hard kind of letting go of other people's expectations for my book and just being true to how I felt in middle school and what kind of kid I was. I think the drawing is my favorite part of the process because, like I said, I'm very goal-oriented and it's frustrating for me to be in the beginning of a process where I don't know if this project's going to be any good. I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen at the end of the story. I never know what the end of my book's going to be. And I have a lot of fear and worry in that beginning stages. But once it's written and everything's been approved, my editor's like, looks good, (laughs) go for it. Then the drawing is just fun. And I guess get to sit and draw for nine months (laughs) for 10 hours a day, (laughs) super fun. I hope that kids will find something they need from it. Um, that's still something I hear from from Roller Girl because it's been out longer. And I got an email just the other day where a kid was like, I want to be strong and brave like Astrid and Rainbow Bite. And I also want to make comic books. <laughs> and I was like, that's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. And I hope that kids will find the same thing from All is Fair, kids who maybe feel different or... Um, Just find something they need in a book. That's my hope. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Yarn. Thank you, Philip Stead, for our theme music. Additional music for this episode from Ryan Little via the Free Music Archive. If you have an idea for an episode or season of The Yarn, or you just want to chat about books, send us an email at theyarnpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.